We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. Here we go. Salute to Knicks Nation on this Friday afternoon. Another edition of Knicks Fan TV Live presented by Manscaped. On today's episode, it is Fan Friday's episode five, and we're doing it live. CP the franchise here. You guys on the other side, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Hit that like button, hit the share button, and subscribe to the channel, the number one Knicks show for the fans, by the fans, the number one Nick podcast for the fans, by the fans. Nick's news, Nick's rumors, and soon-to-be post-game live reactions after every game with your reactions at the center of it all, man. So lock in. Salute to everybody on this Friday. Salute to everybody on the grind. If you're headed home from the grind, salute, salute, salute. All right, let's get into it, man. Mailbag edition, Fan Fridays, the episode where our franchise channel members submit their questions and we answer them. Figure we do this one live. We try it out live. You know, a couple of um, editions we've done recorded, but this time I, uh, I decided to do it live. Sometimes it's just a little bit easier from a production standpoint. Uh, salute to everybody in the chat. We got some franchise channel members in the chat. My two cents salute. Uh, who else? Uh, Marcos Fabian salute. Raymond Jimenez in the building. He says, if CP is the GOAT, let me get a hell yeah. Hell yeah. Salute to my guy, Stone Cold Steve Austin. The greatest of all time. Mel Besson 9 says, I made it in time. That is a fact. And we are live. We are live. This is not a premiere. This is not a CP replay live. This is live and in living color. 422 Eastern time here on the East Coast on this Friday. Happy Friday, everybody. And payday. Salute, man. If you guys got paid, you guys going out tonight, getting fresh, taking wifey out to dinner, you know you work hard, man. Enjoy it. Go out and enjoy it. Okay, so let's get into it. Our first question for Fan Fridays goes to, let's get into it. Here it is. W-B-L-W-B-L-U. 
He's a franchise channel member. And the question is this. He said, based on RJ's current trajectory and past performance in the FIBA World Championship, what can we expect from him in the next season? Are there any indicators that suggest he might bounce back or continue on a downward trend? Usually players who have play in the world come back a bit stronger. So shout out to BLW for the question. Loyal, loyal franchise channel member. You know, with, with RJ in his FIBA play, he averaged 16 points, five rebounds, two assists in the tournament. Finished strong. I thought he finished very well, was very efficient in some of these closing games in the tournament. I mean, here it is. Uh, Team USA shot 50% from the field. Team USA shot 57% against Serbia. 41% against Slovenia, but then 50% against uh, Spain. So shot the ball very well and and fairly decent and from three outside of the Slovenia game where he shot one for six, um, you know, two for six against Spain. He was three for eight against Serbia, four for eight against uh, Team USA, four for six against Latvia from downtown. Rebounding numbers look pretty strong. So I thought he was there. And, and I mean, in terms of what to expect, I've been saying this for quite a bit on, on quite a bit of shows. It's It's hard to know with RJ. It's hard to know because efficiency is has been his number one Achilles heel. Can he be efficient? And despite the fact that in the the FIBA World Cup he played well, he played very well for his team, logged a ton of minutes. I didn't really necessarily see any differences in his game to necessarily say well. You know, he's he's improved as a shot creator, not just driving to the basket, not just attacking the basket. He's improved in the mid range. He's improved from three drastically. Like I I didn't really see that. I saw typical strong RJ games, which would bode well for the Knicks if he can bring that consistently night in and night out. It will bode well for the Knicks. Absolutely. Absolutely. And And the key thing is, is that on his attacks, if he's got two or three guys on him, Make the play. Make the right play. Somebody's going to be open. Slow it down and make the play. And don't always try to force your way into a rhythm by trying to score the ball. So it's, it'll be left to be determined whether or not, you know, he's going to take a big leap off of this play. Now, as Double BLU's um, question goes, he is correct. There seems to be a positive correlation in some players when they play, whether it's the Olympics or the World Cup, as it relates to um, their regular season play. And shout out to our guy, Ian Begley, friend of the program. Shout out to my guys at SNY. He quoted uh, Kevin Pelton from ESPN Plus, who wrote an article drawing the correlation between uh, players' improvements in the NBA regular season once they come off of international play. And according to Peloton, uh, Peloton, I'd say Peloton. According to Peloton, who used his own projection system, he concluded that, this is for U.S. players, U.S. players from 2010 to 2021 averaged 2.1 points per 100 possessions better than league average the following season. So could RJ fall into that? We'll have to see. We'll have to wait and see. And, you know, the question is, why is it or how is it that players are able to come into the regular season and play better coming off of international play? And I think it's a it's a combination of a couple of factors. Uh, number one, maybe it's improved game shape. 
right? You, you, you go into a training camp for Team Canada, you play your exhibition games, then you're going into your, your, your group play and then into your knockout stage. Those are high-intensity basketball, and, and you, you're playing for, for your country, you're playing for pride, but you're getting into game shape. And now coming home, they've got about three weeks before training camp kips off, and then you're into the preseason and into the regular season. So you can't say he's going to be out of shape. That's for one. Number two, could it be that you're starting off playing high-level competition and you're kind of rolling into the NBA season that way? Certainly possible. Could it be a confidence boost? You know, going in, you're getting into a groove, you're playing with your countrymen, you're you're getting back into game shape. Does that give you a confidence boost into the regular season? I think those are three things. It's it's hard to really pinpoint what it is, the 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 key reason why players play better. But I, I think those are a couple of reasons why. Could it be skill development? You're playing alongside. Shea Gilgis Alexander. You're playing alongside tough defenders like Lou Dort and and Dylan Brooks for a number of games, and you're practicing with those guys. Does that improve? Is it an iron sharpens iron sort of uh, situation? That could be. That could be. And, And maybe some of the things that you're learning from your teammates while you're on tour, do you apply that to your game? And again, for RJ... I'm hoping that is the case. I'm hoping that we see that. That we see some improvement, some learnings, uh, some augmentation of his game. Because then that would really bode well for us. But overall, I think he had to like how he played in this tournament, how he finished in this tournament. And when he carries it forward, will he be consistent? Will he be efficient for this Nick team? We'll have to see in just a couple of weeks. So shout out to uh, that question. I thought that was a good one. Okay, here's the next one. This next one is from Michael White. Shout out to Michael White in the chat. And Michael's question is, who is most likely to be traded this summer, Julius or RJ, to make the big trade work? In my opinion, Julius should be the one since his salary is only this year and next. That's a good question. And, but I think that it, it largely depends on who's the target, who's available. Is it Joel Embiid? I don't think that unfolds that soon for the Knicks. I think Spider Mitchell, most likely. Spider Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell, is to me, is the target. And if that's the case, I think RJ could once again be on the block in that scenario for Donovan Mitchell. If Donovan Mitchell becomes available, Cleveland says, you know what? We're not going to be able to sign this guy. Let's revisit this. Do the Knicks look at it again? I think they would. I think they would. And in that case, I think it's RJ first. And if you're going to go get a play like a Donovan Mitchell, you know, given that, Leon wanted him the first time. I'm not sure they would hesitate on this one again. So between the two, I think it's RJ just because I feel like a Mitchell trade will present itself for the Knicks once again sooner 
than a big man trade like an Embiid or Giannis. I don't see the Knicks trading Julius Randle um, for anything else unless it's a upgrade in the front court. And with Donovan Mitchell's contract, he has a player option for the 25-26 season. So he's got two more years with Cleveland. So after this season, he's going into one more before he's got that player option. And so will they agree to an extension? Will they negotiate on an extension? Time will tell. Time will tell there. What do you guys think in the chat? So we'll tell everybody in the chat, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. I think it's, I think it's RJ before Randall. So that's that. So salute to Michael White for the question. Next one coming in. My two cents always in the building. Shout out to my two cents. And the question goes, uh, let's talk about Dante DiVincenzo. For the four years, 50 mil the Knicks gave him, will he be by midseason seen as a A, solid value, B, overpay, or C, steal? What do you guys think? Will DiVincenzo be seen as a solid value, overpay, or a steal by, by the midseason. I can't see an overpay because you got him for the mid-level exception. And a player of his quality and productivity, a two-way player, I thought his raise was in line with players of his caliber and skill set. I mean, you look at his salary – it falls between like 100 and you know 25th in the league. I mean, some of the guys making Divincenzo's making 12.5. Some of the guys making that money in that range. Uh, Nas Reed for this year. Now Nas Reed's salary is going to go up tremendously over the next few years. You have Stephen Adams making around that range. Marvin Bagley, Brandon Clark, Grant Williams, Schroeder for this year. Then his number goes up a little bit next year. Daniel Gafford. Kelly Olynyk, Wiseman, Devontae Graham, Rashawn Holmes, Austin Rivers. Oh, Austin Reeves, sorry. Austin Reeves, again, just for this year. Just for this year. Herb Jones. Again, outside of like Austin Reeves and like Nas Reed, who got bigger bags, extensions. I mean, some of those role players, I see DiVincenzo in line there. He's solid. So I, I, I'm, I would automatically eliminate overpay. Steal would be, it's hard to say steal because to me, his, his minutes and his productivity would have to go through the roof. And you're talking about between October and February. Now, what would need to happen in order for that to happen? Unfortunately, injury, right? If it's an unfortunate injury, Knock on wood. I hope this doesn't happen. It's an unfortunate injury to RJ or to a Grimes. Does that move DiVincenzo's roll up? Does his minutes increase to where he's playing a lot more and, and having a more prominent role and then, and then improving as well? Then you could say steal. So I'd have to say solid. I think he's going to come in and, and do what he does. Be a solid two-way player. Excellent rebounder for this team, offensively especially. Excellent on the catch-and-shoot threes. Be a good, solid three-point shooter. Be a nice outlet for Brunson or Randall or IQ or hopefully for RJ. You know, those are going to be your four engines in terms of initiating offense. 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I think DiVincenzo will fit right in. Defensively, get after it. Use his prowess to be an off-ball defender and get after it. Be, be aggressive in those passing lanes and just do what he does. I'd say solid value. I'm going with A. I'm going with A. So shout out to my two cents on that one. There was one quick thing I, I want to go back to real quick. Salute to everybody in the chat once again. Fan Fridays, episode five, live and direct. CP the franchise here. Happy Friday to everybody in the chat. Salute to everybody in the grind. And salute to everybody um, leaving the grind on their way home, getting the weekend started. Shout out to Billy Bellin on the chat. Billy, I see you. I want to I go back real quick. There's something I forgot to mention in, in terms of um, the RJ topic. And, and in terms of the effect of Olympic play on players' regular seasons, one of the things that Ian Begley had mentioned in his article was fatigue and potential for fatigue. And that's a lot of th- concerns that fans have in terms of you have RJ, you have Brunson, you have Hart going over here, logging heavy minutes, playing, and then having to go through an 82-game, system, 82-game season under Tom Thibodeau. When there's no load management over here, right? And so Ian's article pointed to a couple of interesting things. First off, uh, he did get a quote from Evan Fournier, who is a FIBA veteran. And Fed- and Fournier says, um, it really hits you in December. You had the first wave of fatigue. He said, it's not my first time dealing with it, so I know how to manage myself. I know I'm going to be in the weight room. Being in the weight room is very important. Sleep is very important, but I'll be all right. So that's uh, that's Fournier's experience. And he's definitely going to be all right because he's not going to play. <laughs> so <laughs> fatigue won't be an issue this year for Evan Fournier. But from his experience, it says a couple months into the season, these guys are going to feel it. These guys are going to feel it. Another quote here from Ian Begley. He from a scout who says guys who play in these tournaments traditionally start fast, but feel fatigue midseason. I'd keep an eye on that. These guys have played a lot since the start of last season. So something to keep an eye out on. Fatigue can lead to injury, according to uh, uh, as as Begley states in his article, obviously. 
All right. Is there a correlation? We don't know. Peltons, Kevin Pelton's research didn't allude to that. But you have a Nick team that went into the second round of the playoffs. These guys got a couple months, went out to their training camps, played in the World Cup. Now they got to come back, a couple weeks rest, training camp again. 82-game Thibodeau system. Got to wonder how that impacts things. And are the, will the Knicks be proactive in terms of, again, we just mentioned DiVincenzo. You have DiVincenzo in here. You have IQ who can play as a starter. How do we keep Brunson especially fresh, RJ fresh? How do we keep these guys fresh over the course of an 82-game season? Use your depth. Use your depth. The Knicks have enough depth and chemistry here. As I mentioned, four capable engines that they should hopefully keep these guys fresh and safe from potential injury. Hopefully. You never know. I mean, injuries sometimes can be fluky and can happen. But definitely um, something to keep an eye out on. So that that's what I wanted to mention off of that article. So we got my two cents. We got Michael White. We got double BLU. And the last question is this uh, from SS Got Swag 78. What's up, KFTV family? If the Knicks make it to the Eastern Conference Finals, should they go after a superstar or should they run it back with the same team? I think that depends. Depends on what type of showing do you have in the Eastern Conference Finals? Is it one of those... uh, we're happy to be here sort of situations where you get there and and you get swept or you get gentlemen swept out of there by a much more dominant team, by a more dominant Bucks team or more dominant Celtics team? Or is it a situation where you take those guys to 12 rounds and you lose in a decision, you lose in a tough six, you lose in a tough seven, where you're leaving people saying, boy, give this team another shot, another shot at it together. And they've really established themselves. So it depends on which, what type of Eastern Conference Finals team are you? Are you the, the, the Atlanta Hawks team that went to the Eastern Conference Finals a couple years ago where it's just like, yeah, they had a good run, but are, were they a legit contender? They've proven over the following few years, no. And we kind of saw that. They're not. If they are that type of team, then you may have to consider still going out and getting that guy that can take you over the hump. But if they are the latter, if they're a team that they make it to the East Finals and, and you look and say, boy, this team is real, then you got to be careful about upsetting the chemistry that you have there. Because remember, you're going to go out and get a superstar. You're going to gut half the team. That's a major transformation. You better be damn sure comfortable. You better be comfortable in living with the results that that produces, and, and you better hope that that major swing, home run swing that you go for is the one that's going to not only get you back to the East Finals, but also get you that chip that you're looking for. So it, it really depends. It really depends. Some teams will catch fire, and others will make a legitimate run at it. Definitely depends. What do you guys think in the chat, man? What do you guys think? So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. As usual, gang, this episode is presented by Manscaped, fellas. 
Fresh balls fall is upon us and you need to be in the festive spirit. Light a candle, get some pumpkin spice and make sure your balls look nice. Pause with the sponsors of today's show, Manscaped. Nature may clear the leaves of their trees, but you'll need Manscaped's help to get you ready for the sweater weather. Get your pants puppies prepared for cuffing season with a trim as refreshing as a fall breeze by going to manscaped.com. Use promo code KFTV for 20% off plus free shipping. You guys know the deal. And as usual, man, check out the Performance Package 4.0 because it gets you everything that you need to get going. All starts with the Lawnmower 4.0. Skin safe technology so you don't have to worry about the nicks. Great light. It comes with the LED light. You can do it in the dark, whatever you're into. Great battery life. It's waterproof as well. This is the one right here. Start with that. Get it popping down there before you guys step out and get up, get, go on those dates. And then also with the long, with the 4.0, with the performance package 4.0, you get the crop preserver, the ball deodorant, the ball spray toner. You get the, the travel bag, the boxers. It's a really great deal. It's a really great deal to kick you guys off. So once again, go to manscaped.com and use promo code KFTV for the usual, man. 20% off plus free shipping. And fellas, always remember, no testimonials. All right? All right, cool. So anyway, man, a couple of things. Um, as we get ready to hit this uh this regular season man we got a lot of planning going on in the in the uh in the background lots going on on kftv so we kind of uh took a little a little break in terms of the content we'll be back on sunday for Knicks weekly and then you know season previews are going to be starting man all the regular guests that you've been used to we're getting popping a couple new hosts we got a couple new hosts that we're going to make an announcement on uh we're also working on our new watch party location, man. I was out scouting a couple of nice spots in the New York City area. And so be prepared for the announcement, man. We're going to have a lot of announcements as it relates to the Knicks opener against the Celtics. We're going to have a uh, group event at Madison Square Garden for those of you that want to attend the game. I got some premium, premium seats for this one. So be on the lookout for that announcement. Um, we're also going to be having a watch party for that one. We got a watch party planned for uh, the Knicks versus Hawks Friday night opener. And so... Yeah, man, be on the lookout for that. Be on the lookout for that. Lots going on behind the scenes with uh, Knicks Fan TV. Also happy to announce that we this season, uh, we are going to be sponsored by Underdog Sports. So Underdog, who's been making a splash, they just sponsored Cameron and Mace. It is what it is. Uh, they sponsored Gilbert Arenas' show, Gil's Arena. Well, they came to the number one show for the fans by the fans. That is Knicks Fan TV. And uh, yeah, we got some exciting things to uh, to announce with our guys at Underdog Sports. We just had a meeting today. Me, uh, my guys from Underdog JD Sports, uh, we're working on some stuff behind the scenes that uh, I think you guys are really going to like, especially for the play-by-play show. And so again, stay tuned for more announcements coming your way. But shout out to our guys at Underdog Sports. And for those of you that want to get started with Underdog in their daily fantasy games or their pick'em games during the football season, go ahead and sign up and use our promo code KFTV. And once again, they're going to give you an instant deposit match of up to $100. So shout out to our guys at Underdog Sports. 
And remember that this show is available in audio podcast format, guys. No reason to miss it. Catch it on all the major podcast platforms. We got you covered. And we'll see you guys on Sunday, man. CP the Franchise. I'm out of here. See you guys Sunday for Knicks Weekly. Lots to discuss. Knicks season is on the way in just a couple of weeks. I'm thrilled, man. Hope you guys see you guys there. See you guys Sunday. Peace. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.